Welcome to We Are Free. I am your host, Becky Morquecho, and you're listening to episode seven. This is a podcast about letting go of what we think our lives should look like and the sweet freedom God has for us on the other side of surrender. My guest today is Liz Cox. Liz is a small business owner that calls Lexington, Kentucky home. She is a former co-owner of Meant to Be Boutique, manager and marketing director of Twirl Bridal Boutique, the host of Twirl's podcast, Twirl Talk Podcast, and the co-founder of Refined Retail Consulting. Liz nerds out over the Enneagram. Oh, good. I like this. <laughs> she has a deep love for the British Royals and is a loyal fan to Bachelor to the Bachelor franchise. You can follow along with her on her personal blog, lifewithliz.com. Hey, Liz. Welcome to We Are Free. Hi, friend. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I am so honored to be here. I'm used to being on your side of things, so mm-hmm. this is this is so fun to be in the other seat. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so happy to have you. I've... Uh, Gosh, I think it was at making things happen. I yeah, think 20, last just last year, but early last year is when we. I remember like briefly meeting as Diana and I were walking into some yes. um, thing. But it's been so fun to follow along with you ever since. And oh, I agree. I can, agree. Getting to see your sweet girl before all this started, I was like, oh my gosh, we were like praying for you not long ago, and yeah. now you're here and like in the amazing. midst. We're in the oh, midst. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so fun. I love it. So you have a handful of things you're doing, uh, most of which, if all, all of which are in like a bridal <laughs> wedding world, correct? Mm-hmm, correct. So how yeah. did you get into that first? And we're going to dive into some other stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, very untraditionally in a way. So rewind like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I was a sophomore going, sophomore, junior in college and got like a camera as a hobby. And then all of a sudden, as many times it does, the <laughs> hobby developed into friends being like, Hey, will you shoot blank, blank, blank for me? Um, which one of the early requests was a wedding and God bless the person that, uh, asked <laughs> me to do their wedding, but we did it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I actually really enjoy this. So I was a wedding and wedding photographer and videographer for several years. Um, I had my own business for about four, four ish years. So carried me through college. I was actually studying to be a family and married family and marriage therapist okay. in college. So I have a bachelor's of science in family sciences and was on my way to go to seminary, but took a gap year and ended up doing this program called the fellows program through my church, um, which is like a leadership development program. Uh, and at that point knew like, oh, wedding photography and videography is fun, but like, it's not going to be my career. Like I like it, but I don't love it that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically with my degree, I like couldn't take on counseling clients. So the person that was on the job board of the fellows program was like, Hey, um, so you can't really do anything super cool right now. Like, cause part of the program was like, you had to have, um, a part-time job alongside like doing part-time seminary class and like all these things. It was amazing. But, um, she was like, you know, do you just want to do like something fun before you go back to school for a while? And I was like, yeah, that sounds so great. She was like, okay, well my best friend from college and roommate from college owns Twirl Bridal Boutique. Have you ever heard of it? And I was like, I mean, yeah, it's like the place you go to get your dress in Lexington. And she's like, okay, well like, do you just want to work there for nine months? And I was like, yes, that sounds great kind of in my wheelhouse, but not totally. Right. And 
Um, so started there as a part-time stylist and the social media manager. And six months in, the manager that was there when I started quit. So then I quickly became manager. And then basically a year and a half from when I started, um, Ty, my now business partner, approached me. Long story short, God had like been doing a lot of things in the midst to have meant to be open up, which was our off the rack consignment store mm-hmm. for a bridal. And she said, Hey, do you want to, do you want to go in on this with me? Do you want to own this together? And at that point, like I wasn't going to do, um, I was like, I was like, you know what? I think I want to stay in Lexington. Like I'm, if I go back to seminary, like it'll be another year or so. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like, I'm working there full time. Um, and she was like, I'm gonna keep this girl. So she was like, want to own a store together? And I was like, I first said no, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy. I thought I was like head over heels for this boy in North Carolina, thought I was going to move to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. That and, happens sometimes. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And ended up by God's grace, it did not work out. So mm-hmm. literally I texted her and said, well, we broke up. Let's open a business together. Yeah. That's one way <laughs> to get over a guy for sure. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Screw it. We're yeah. here. Let's do this. Um, and the Lord is just really good like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So when so did very, you guys open, what year did you guys open meant to be boutique? Um, we opened this, we got the keys in October, 2015 and okay. opened the doors in December. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. that is so what three plus years. Um, yeah. And that's mainly what I want to chat with you about because yeah. when I saw you post that you guys were closing it and you just, it wasn't the fact that you were closing it that caught my eye. It was what you were saying about like how your heart was doing through it all. And I think that mm-hmm. listeners, whether they're business owners, they have a brick and mortar, they don't, they're moms, they're single, they're just working for somebody else at a nine to five. I feel like we can all relate to some of the things that you said. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, I know firsthand too, like how difficult it is to let go of something after you've poured time and money and energy and probably most of all heart like into something. And we've dealt with that in our businesses over the years. And even when we decided to, you know, switch routes from trying to get pregnant to pursue adoption, like whatever it is, even if it's like a sweet and right thing and you have peace, it's still hard because you put so much into it. Right. So I wanted to, I'm going to read part of what Liz wrote on Instagram. Um, just because it really caught my eye and heart about what she said. Mm -hmm. And then we can kind of chat about some of that because I think people will be able to um, relate. So this is back, gosh, month, I don't know, a couple months ago, month and a half ago. Uh, It doesn't. If I know which one you're reading, it's probably like a month ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. She said, Tuesday felt like one of the most exposing and vulnerable days I've had in a long time. We finally announced the closing of Meant to Be Boutique and we felt nauseous all day long. We had known about this for a while and I thought I dealt with all the emotions of it already, but hitting that post button on Tuesday morning made all the feelings come rushing back in full force. A month ago when we decided it was time to close, I was an absolute mess. It sent me into a tailspin of questioning who I am and what I've allowed to define my worth. Who am I if I don't have owner in my title? Will people think I'm stupid and a failure? Am I a fraud in all of this? Do I even know what I'm doing? And I was like, Yes, girl, you do. And yes, we've all felt that way before. Like, like I said, like no matter what the situation, I know every woman has felt those things at one point in her life. And I just loved your like rawness and your honesty um, in all of that. 
So I wanted just to like walk through some of that with you. Um, Cause yeah. I think a lot of women are walking through stuff like that. So how did you know, first of all, like that it was time to close meant to be, was it just a financial mm-hmm. decision? Was it take, yeah. How did you decide that? <laughs> all of the above. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that's so funny hearing you read that. Cause that's not the one I thought you were going to read. And yeah, that <laughs> was several months ago. I was like, Ooh, that one. Yeah. I'm like, got choked up all Mm. over again, listening to it. Um, yeah, God's done some work. Um, so the whole reason we, there are lots of reasons, but at the end of the day, really it came down to what people wanted to pay for these dresses was not sustainable long-term for a brick and mortar business. Um, and so all of these things, there are multiple factors that it was like, okay, we wanted so many of the things we were able to tick off our list of like, okay, it created jobs in our community. It served a new demographic. Um, it, it enabled us to do really cool quote unquote mission work, um, in our city and all of these things. But at the end of the day, we had to kind of remove the emotion out of it and say like, okay, but is this working as a business? Mm-hmm. Um, is this sustainable long-term is our sanity mm-hmm. <laughs> at risk here? Mm-hmm. And the answer was no, this is, this is not sustainable for what we have finally figured out works in our area. Um, this isn't going to work anymore. Yeah. So, um, it was really a matter of like, we got to work smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. And, um, we also on the back end, Ty and I have developed and founded a consulting business. And so now a lot of the heart of what we wanted to do with meant to be was creating businesses in local communities and empowering women to have really incredible careers. Mm -hmm. We're getting to do that now through our consulting business and helping other women open brick and mortar businesses and men too, if they come along. But right now our clients are women. Um, So that it's been cool to see like, okay, God, like we're saying no to this chapter, but this new one, um, is life giving on so many levels as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's a very loaded (laughs) answer, but very, I mean, I think transparency and honesty, especially when it comes to business decisions is like one of the greatest gifts we can give people. And like, people don't like to talk about money. People don't like to talk about how, you know, yeah, you can have a beautiful business built on heart, but like if it's not making you money and like is giving you more stress than it is joy, then like, don't do it. Mm -hmm. And I think like people need to hear the freedom that it's okay to quit things. Mm -hmm. I think we all hang on to stuff longer than we should sometimes because our pride gets in the way or like kind of what I had written in that post, like, who am I if I don't have this? Like, are pe- what are people going to think of me? Are they going to think I'm dumb and I can't make a business work? Am I going to like, you know, whatever. And for me, it was my pride a lot of like, well, if I don't have owner in my, in my title, like I'm being demoted and like, yeah, <laughs> just I'm done. Like I'm done. I'm ruined. And, um, that's really silly, but that, I mean it, but it's honest. It's totally you know? honest. And I think that, um, again, like we've all felt that way. It's so funny. Like nobody I'm thinking in my mind. So like, did anybody contact you and say, Liz, you are a failure. You did not. It's like, of course not. And, but like, we all have these thoughts. So I just wanted to like bring more light to it because we all go over these things in our head, but nobody in their right mind would ever confront any of us and say like, oh, you failed at that or you're not good enough because of that. So it's just so funny how 
I'm a one. So I like naturally beat myself up and like criticize myself. So I have stuff like that going on. But even knowing that other people do that too, and they're not ones, that's, that's uh, refreshing for me to know, but I'm still not good that we all do it. So like, as you guys were making that decision, um, yeah, I don't know. Just walk me through like those days. What did that look like for you? It was a roller coaster. Um, well, and to kind of go off what you were just saying, it was really insane. Like, of course, no one's going to say like, you idiot, like you should have done all these things. Um, my mom was the closest one that ever got to it. That was like, have you thought about getting an advisor? And I was like, no mom, we're fine. (laughs) I feel like moms Um, are the ones that come closest to saying things like that. I'm like, Mom, no. Um, but bless her. She was such mm-hmm. like a champion. She just was like, I just want you to like fight the best that you can, which right. we did. But once we announced, um, the flood of people that came mm-hmm. through that said like, thank you for your transparency. Thank you for your honesty. Like it just was, I think so much about life is like sharing, sharing your life and your experiences so that you, I think you give people permission to take a deep breath Mm -hmm. and to say like, Oh my gosh, it's not just me, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and I don't know. And it's interesting too. And I'll get to like walking you through it, but it, part of it was in the, and part of the process was, it was funny. I did a couple podcast interviews for our show and two of my friends that were on it were also in the wedding industry, had super successful careers. Um, and they're quitting their business too. And so it's like all, it's like this ripple effect of people choosing like their best. Yes. And Mm -hmm. that is what we had to keep going back to was like, what is best for us? What is, um, like, yes, we want to propel good things into our community and we want to be, um, a place that people have wonderful experiences. But at the end of the day, especially in small business, like it's you, like that business is yours. That is your life. And not that it doesn't matter what you do or that the impact your business is making in other people's lives. But at the end of the day, like you are the one that is primarily affected. And as an Enneagram two, <laughs> choosing myself, um, which it's so, it's always so frustrating because it makes me sound like some like high and holy saint, but I'm like, choosing myself is not easy for me. It is way easier for me to be like, yeah, we're going to keep the doors open forever. It's okay that I'm not getting a paycheck. Like it's okay. You know, like, right we'll sacrifice. I'll be a doormat. It'll be totally fine. And like, no, no, like that's not okay. And so going through the like valleys and mountaintops of like, okay, I'm really depressed that we're going to close the store. Like all of these things that we have built up and dreamed up and gotten to do, we're just going to flush down the toilet as if I'm like forgetting that twirl still exists. Like I'm, you know, um, and then the mountaintop of like, freedom is real. Like <laughs> You feel relief. There's some sense of relief. Yes. Yes. Well, and I was telling you this before we got started, but um, the so we closed on September 28th, moved everything out the 29th, which was a Sunday. And that night, um, I mean, we hadn't even experienced a week of work yet without the stores, but I texted my business partner and said, Oh my gosh, I did not realize the weight 
that two stores was until we no longer have one. Like the fact that we get to do work next week and like, we're not freaking out about two schedules and two appointments and, and like amazing, amazing. I was like, okay, this is awesome. (laughs) So I, yeah, I mean, to to walk you you sort of did. I mean, I love what you're saying, like your best. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I get that as a business owner, but I even like newly ish becoming a mom, like whatever, I think whatever category you're in, like, what is your best? Yes. I think maybe as a two, that is hard for you guys. I have three for friends sure. in our Bible study. There's five, mm-hmm. five girls and three of the five are twos. Hey friends, shout out to you guys. And <laughs> I, I get twos. I have a lot of twos in my life. So I feel like it's hard, especially when you're wanting to give and you're wanting to you know, represent the Lord and, you know, change lives and all these things to like, want to do it all. I'm also married to a seven who wants to do it all. So, um, I get that, but I love, love, love how you said your best. Yes. Like no matter what stage of life you're in or what you're doing, like what is our best? Yes. Um, I love that. I'm going to write that down. (laughs) Take notes. But it is. And figuring out what that is sometimes is really, really difficult. But once you, and that, and that is where we got was like, Mm -hmm. For honestly, probably a year, it was fighting this battle of our own pride, honestly, of like, we're going to look like suck because my business partner is a three. And so where she's a three wing two and mm-hmm. I'm a two. So we are a, a lot of like dangerous duo mm-hmm. um, <laughs> when she's healthy and I'm not and vice versa. But, um, you know, it was this year of like, okay. And, and then God's like, at the time it didn't feel like his mercy, but you know, like we had a hard year of sales and we had a lot of transition and staff and all of these things. And it was like, God, what are you doing? Like, why is this so hard all of a sudden? Like what's going on? And that's like a whole nother subject of like bridal whatever. But, um, it was beyond like, this is a national issue. It felt so overwhelming for us specifically. And then it was like, okay, we're going to have to start analyzing what is our best yes here. And at that right. point, consult our consulting business wasn't even on the table. Um, but already God had started this work in, uh, in us of like, what, what really meant? And, you know, and externally, there was a lot of stuff going on with us personally too, but it was like, okay, like what, what is our best? Yes. As a holistic thing in our right. life. And so by the time, you know, 2019 rolled around, cause the, you know, us, the God's probably started this work in fall of 2018. And, um, we, we came around it. We're like, okay, let's just get through busy season, which busy season for us is like November to March. Mm-hmm. We're like, we'll just see where we're at in March. And then March rolls around and we're still like, not, not a whole lot's changed. Not here. what we were hoping for. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, okay. What, what do we do here, Lord? So then just having this position, this position and posture and kind of we do it at making things happen, like standing with open palms of like, God, what do you want? Mm -hmm. What do you want? And like, I remember I would stand in my apartment and like physically stand in that posture and say like, God, what, what do we do? What do we do? And having this like gut, which is like totally a spirit being like, I think it's time. Like, I think it's time. And so then, you know, March, we start this wrestling, really, really wrestling, And at that point, consulting is also on the table. Um, 
and has started brewing and we're working with a client. And so then in June is when we decided like, okay, we're done. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to do this. And it was, and then, you know, we announced and I wanted to vomit for (laughs) basically until (laughs) two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe sometimes still do, but, um, we can already feel the freedom of like that. That was our best. Yes. And sometimes your best. Yes. It's not easy and it's not fun and it doesn't feel fair all the time, but it, it's in that obedience of saying like your will Lord, like your will and this sucks. And, and I'm going to have, but also like God is Beth Moore said this a hundred years ago. I feel like she's not a hundred. <laughs> I was going to say, she'll appreciate that. <laughs> that back in the Bible days. Yeah. Um, but she's like, God is ever after proving us genuine. And it, it, that's what it felt like. It was very much this, this season of like, fire and refinement and like, but coming out more pure and like coming out saying like, okay, God, I see you. Like I see you at work. Like it's not lost on me that within the same, like within a two week period of us closing, we like landed a new consulting client. It's just like, and not that that, it it still helps. I feel like as humans, like not that he needs to give us that, but like having some sort of confirmation does, it feels good of him being like, I have you, mm-hmm. like, I have you like be obedient, press into me. Let's wrestle with this. Like I want to refine your character. Cause at the end of the day, like, you know, a th- huge thing I wrestled with and realized was like, Oh my gosh, I put so much of my worth and identity into my career. And like, what, what happens if that goes away? Am I going to be okay? Mm-hmm. And God's like, yeah, girl, I have you. Mm-hmm. Like you're mine. You're always going to be okay. Cause you're mine. And so that's been really sweet to sit in that and say, okay, then I, then also I get to just like delight in where you have me right now too. Like I get to have fun in the work that I'm doing because I know that this is ex- exactly where you want me. So I don't know where that was the tangent, but I love it though. That was a good tangent. <laughs> it was. Um, did you have, have you like struggled? Of course, like it probably wasn't the first time, like you noticed just in your post, you're talking about like finding your worth and your identity. Like, is that something you had kind of struggled with before? Or was this like one big event that happened where you're like, it kind of like really hit home? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, totally. I feel like any of us would mm-hmm. be naive to be like, I've never questioned right. my worth or who I am. Um, but if I'm honest, I, um, I don't know. God just like made me a fairly confident, like I don't get super insecure mm-hmm. and, um, I've just always been someone that like goes for it. Like I just don't really question, which is also dangerous, <laughs> but like, I don't question a lot of things. And I always think like, What's the worst thing that could happen? Um, so I'm, I'm a huge, you're you the same too. way. Just, yes, we live our lives that way. What's yeah, the, what I you would. said, we ask ourselves all the time, like, what's the worst that can happen? And if it's something that we can live with, like, let's do it. <laughs> let's try. Like, yeah. I just think everything's worth trying. So yeah. I think um, that's instilled a lot of confidence in me and has also given me a lot of like leadership opportunity mm-hmm. in my life from like a child. Um have always kind of been, and that feels really arrogant to say in a lot of ways, but I also am learning, like, you just got to own who God's made you. And I know that God has made me a leader in a lot of ways, um, or given me a personality and a character to do it when I'm 
doing it in the right mm-hmm. <laughs> frame of mind and art. Um, so with that being said, I feel like, um, all of a sudden this was, this was maybe like the first time that a quote unquote leadership position had been stripped from me. And I kind of, in a way, like, obviously I didn't choose it cause God ordained it, but like that I chose to step down from it. Um, and I had, st- I had stepped down from things in the past, but I've been so burnt out by it. And they, you know, it like wasn't a stream of income for me. You know what I mean? It was like, you know, I was a young life leader for almost 10 years. And so like when I quit leading, like, yeah, I chose to do that, but it, it was I time. knew it was time yeah. and yeah. Um, and ironically enough was when I was picking up into this career that I'm in now. And, um, but this was the first one that was like, I had just spent five years of my life building and building and building this career. God spent five years growing and growing and growing it, but, (laughs) but, um, and all of a sudden it just felt like it tanked and, and it was like, wait, what, wait, no, I was supposed to just keep like climbing this ladder and like, which sounds so like corporate America, but that's what it felt like was like, Oh, I'm reaching my peak. And then all of a sudden, like I just fell straight back down to the bottom and which wasn't true at all. But that was the first time that it, I kind of questioned like how I'm wired. And like, if I've been living this like false understanding of who I am and what God's made me good at and not good at, um, yeah. I mean, it rocked me. Mm-hmm. It rocked me to my core. Um, but it also really opened my eyes to where I place my worth, mm-hmm. uh, for better or worse. And, um, realized that I had been living in a pretty unhealthy season for longer than I realized of like, just really inundated with self-sufficiency and, and pride. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know, just kind of this imposter syndrome in a way. Um, and all of a sudden it was like, God ripped the mask off and was like, we're not going to play this game anymore. Like we're going to expose it and you're going to, you're going to be better for it. It's not going to feel like it for a minute or two, (laughs) but like, um, like I, I love you enough to do this to you. Um, which is, you know, mercy isn't always comfortable. Um, but it, it, it is good. And that I feel like that's, it, it didn't feel like God's mercy in, at the moment, but now I can look back and be like, Oh yeah, gosh, you were really, really merciful to me to just work, yeah. work big time in my heart. So, so good. You're yeah. sharing straight from your heart and I can feel it and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like off the cuff. No, <laughs> I love it. Um, so the last little chunk of the post that you wrote, um, I'm going to read that as well, because I think, oh. you know, you had said, you know, vulnerable and, you know, exposed and who am I and all these things. But at the end, I feel like you summed it up and I want to leave people uh, with that chunk. I think they'll probably get it already having heard what you've said, but we'll do it anyway. Uh, So the last little bit said, when we're able to see the story God has written for us with all of its highs and lows and be able to be grateful and celebrate it, that's when it all comes together. Our identity and worth aren't defined by titles or salaries. They're defined by a God who loves us and wants to showcase his goodness through the uniquely personal stories he's written for each of us. It is yours and it is his, and that makes it beautiful. 
And I just think that's so powerful and beautiful and encouraging. Um, Liz, what do you feel like throughout this transition and change and all of these highs and lows that you've had? What do you feel at the end of the day that you have been set free from throughout this Mm. process? Man. Uh, Man. I feel like I could answer that a hundred different ways, but my, my immediate thought is like the bondage of self-sufficiency, um, that I don't have to do it by myself. I don't, I don't have to do anything. Um, I get to do a lot of things. Um, but I don't, I, he doesn't want me to do anything on my own. And I think that is so liberating. Um, and, and I had been living in, in a very, it's one of those things, like I, I had known that for forever and I've always known I'm, I'm prone to self-sufficiency as I'm sure I'm, a hun, you know, mm-hmm. anyone that's listening is like retweet, but, um, <laughs> retweet. <laughs> but you know, it just, until you're really deep in a season of it with, without, with blinders on, um, and not really realizing you're in the heat of it. And then all of a sudden God is like, wake up, wake up. Like you are my beloved. You are not made for this. I literally died so that you don't have to do this on your own. And so stop, stop Mm -hmm. doing this on your own. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I feel like, um, it's changed like kind of how I was saying my, this posture of like, I have to do these things on my own to like, I get to do them with the Lord. Um, it's, it changes my outlook on how I work, how I do relationships, how I contribute to community, you know, like every aspect of my life when it's viewed through that lens of like, I get to do this by his grace it's so much for, it's so much more freeing. Mm-hmm. It's so much more freeing. Um, so yeah, the bondage of self-sufficiency has just been broken in a way that I, I didn't even know it needed to be broken. And that feels really, really freeing. Thank you so much for sharing just everything in your heart and being so honest. Uh, where can people find you follow along with all your bridal wedding world work that you're doing <laughs> all the things all the things, all the things. Yeah. I know when you're like send a bio I was like oh gosh I haven't written one of those in a minute but uh, here's all the things um yeah so well thank you also this has been such a gift to get to chat with you and share and it's still all very raw so this is honestly um a gift to be able to like process and share with you and your listeners so thank you for having me um but yeah guys I would love to be your friend on the internet um (laughs) so you can follow along with me personally at um lifewithliz.com I'm on Instagram it's underscore Elizabeth Cox um and then (laughs) Here's a laundry list of all my work things. Um, and we'll have all these in the show notes too. So yeah, I can go yeah. through it and click, 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 click. <laughs> and if you go to me personally, then they're all there yeah. too. But um, on it, I'll just do Instagram because yeah. it's easy. Um, at Twirl Lex, at Twirl Talk Podcast, and at Refined Retail Consulting. So Awesome. Thank you so much, Liz. It's so good. It's so fun to follow what you're doing. Um, And as always, again, we'll have everything in the show notes, all the links um, where you can follow Liz and catch up with me too. And if you love this show, if you love listening, I appreciate reviews and ratings as well. Thanks so much, Liz. Thank you.
Again, don't forget to check out the show notes where we have all of the info and links and resources we talked about in the show. You can go to beckymorkecho.com, B-E-C-K-Y-M-O-R-Q-U-E-C-H-O.com. Thanks for listening in. 